Let's get into an event that's happening this Wednesday evening. Book lovers, listen up. This Wednesday night at Lost River Tiki on the city's far east side, writers and literary files will meet up for a night of sharing the books that changed their life in a short story slam. The night is in support of the Detroit Jewish Book Fair happening this week. Authors including Anna Clark, Laura Berman, Justin Sledge, Casey Lynn Rochateau, and Janice Fialka Feldman will all share the work that's affected them most over the years. And I sat down with Clark and organizer Zach Rosen to discuss what you can expect at a book slam. Someone from the JCC's Detroit Jewish Book Fair reached out because they want to let people know that there's this incredible week-long book fair that happens every year with some really noted, um, interesting authors. And it happens out at the JCC in West Bloomfield, but they want folks in Detroit uh, to know that this thing is happening. So we're having this event that's leading up to uh, the book fair, which begins November 2nd. And uh, we just got to thinking about how can we take books and storytelling and something live and make it fun. And so um, we stumbled on this idea of this book changed my life. Which is going to be Detroit authors, including Anna Clark here, coming up in front of the audience and doing what you call a mini book report. There's going to be about 10 slots to talk for three to five minutes about a book that changed your life and how it changed your life for better or worse. And so just to kind of take the model of a story slam, um, but apply it to, you know, a book that that has moved us in some way. So I don't know what Anna's plan is. I don't know what some of the other authors plans are. We have some really great ones. Laura Berman, longtime Detroit News columnist. Casey Lynn Rochateau, who's an amazing poet and writer. She won the, the Writer House House. Uh, Justin Sledge, who is a local philosopher and uh, philosophy professor, and Janice Fialka, who's um, one of my favorite people, a poet and an educator. Um, and then, so that leaves five slots for anyone who shows up to bring a book. You don't have to bring it, but bring, bring a book idea with you. Um, you'll throw your name into a hat, and if you're called, then you can come up and talk about a book that's uh, changed you in some way. Uh, is there a winner, like at a story slam? <laughs> I thought no. Why, what, what, why are we competing with stories? I don't We're know. all winners. Yes. <laughs> We're at a book party with other people who like going out to book parties. We are winners. Yeah, if you show up anywhere on a weeknight, you're a winner. With tiki drinks as that's well. That's right. That's and right. that's a whole another special thing about this event. So, Have you had those tiki drinks, by the way, either of you? I did have one once. I've been to this place uh, once before, and if any of these listeners have not yet uh, been there... It is an experience. You should come to this at minimum just to check out the place. Um, it's really unique. I'm not usually much of a cocktail kind of drinker, but it was it was really fun. <laughs> it was great. It was it was you, you get in you get in the vibe of the place. You know, it feels very um, mid century. You yeah. know, kind yeah. of magic vibe going on. It's it's fun. I love any drink that also has fire involved with it because there's definitely there's fire. <laughs> yeah, there's torching of like the the rosemary, whatever else mm -hmm. is, is going into the drink. I had never had a tiki drink before I went there for the first time a couple months ago, and like I didn't even really know what it was. But if you haven't uh, had a tiki drink, I think of like that blue, that huge blue drink that Garth gets in Wayne's World <laughs> One when, when Benjamin's trying to find them. You know. Um, it's kind of like that. Yeah. I always think of the kids in the hall skit, uh, Lady Drink Drunk, <laughs> where one of them is like, there is not a drinker, and he decides, like, he, you know, he takes his first drink, and it's a real, like, sweet thing. And so, like, he uh, proceeds to, like, become an alcoholic, but only for, like, those kind of really involved drinks. So he's, like, blending underneath his desk at, at the office and that kind of stuff. Anyway, <laughs> Anna, as a writer yourself, a longtime writer and a longtime book lover, how do you talk about books? Like, 
I'm kind of curious as in, you know, if someone's not used to being in the literary world, is there a different way that you feel like you think about books and talk about them? That's an interesting question. I, I I do like talking about books because I do love them. I am challenged by them. It's a constant part of my life. And uh, so anybody I you know, really become friends with or engage with in any serious way. At some point, <laughs> it seems like books come up uh, just because it's as part of my life as, you know, a pet might be or something like that. Or, you know, just like it's just a constant. Um, and uh, I think when it comes to talking about books, I guess there are ways of doing it well and not doing it well. Like what I don't like is um, when people are coming from a place of, you know, pretension, you know, people can mm-hmm. uh, use books as a sort of weapon, you know, kind of to create some kind of power dynamic or create some manipulate some impression of themselves they're trying to cultivate. I loathe that, um, that I have no interest in that. And one thing I love about this event is that it is not that at all. Um, what this is coming from is from a, a place of like celebration and love of, of stories that have shaped our lives, you know, either the ones that have captivated our imagination or challenged our mind or moved our emotions, affected our relationships, whether it's the content of the story or or how the book came into our lives. You know, maybe that's the story that people Ooh. have to tell. Maybe it's a book they hate and they um um and and that and that and and the and that uh, resistance to the book um, is what propelled them in a certain direction or other. Um, I mean, I think that I think that when we're talking about books, we're uh, we're talking about you know our lives, and and I think that's one of the great things about um, this event. It's one reason I'm really looking forward to it, not just to share a story, but to listen to the stories that other people have. Yeah, I'm kind of curious with the idea of of modeling it off of a story slam where there is a beginning, a middle, and an end. You know, obviously that's the same case with a book, but when you're talking about a book, there's not necessarily, you know, not necessarily, uh, that's not necessarily how people talk about it. Right, that's a great point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's why I figure if it's just three minutes, like, you can speak in scenes, you know, you don't maybe necessarily have to have an arc um, as long as you kind of bring the ways you are moved by it. But who knows, maybe... Maybe it won't go as well as I'm hoping. <laughs> Everybody's got to come to see what can happen. That's I mean, yeah. that's part of what's fun in the, of the format is that there is a little bit of like adventure just yeah. embedded into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I, should, I just think of like whenever I finish a great book or great movie or great TV show, the first thing I often do um, lately with TV, it's like I Google like Emily Nussbaum, you know, mm-hmm. um, transparent or whatever. And just or A.O. Scott, you know, insert the movie because I love to hear people who really think a lot about books and movies um, and TV talk about why they love it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's why like high fidelity is so great. Just mm-hmm. like to just be in the space with people who are obsessed with whatever mm-hmm. is fun, just cause you kind of, you know, some of that um, energy just kind of, you know, comes into the room. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And Anna, I know you can't tell us what uh, book you're bringing to the event on Wednesday the 30th, but like, yeah, you brought some books today to talk about. I, I did. Um, one I don't have with me right now, but that's part of the story a little bit. Um, but the first one, this is not what I'm going to share. I'm going to leave it and keep that a secret, but this was one of the ones I considered and, and nobody on the, nobody's listening can see it, but this is it. <laughs> it's uh, Ramona and Her Father by the Queen herself, Beverly Cleary. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I read this when I was a kid. This is my original copy. You can see my my putting my mark on it <laughs> when yeah, I was little with cursive. my name in it. Um, that was very early cursive writing. Have I mastered it since? I don't know. <laughs> but um, anyway, so of course, Beverly Clear has been a very popular children's author for a very long time. 
I think this book in particular is um, unusually beautiful and made a really big impact on me when I was a kid. Um, if you haven't read it or haven't read it in a long time, the story, you know, like the, the, it, it kind of focuses on this like working class family in Portland, Oregon, before Portland was Portland. And um, and in, in the book, uh, her father uh, loses his job. And, um, and what really resonated with me like I was a kid who grew up in a family that had very limited means and struggled in a lot of ways and I really felt that connection with how she portrayed how 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 the complexity of emotions that a kid has when things are uh, when her family's going through a really stressful time Mm -hmm. you know when they're when you can see that your parents are suffering and you suddenly feel like it's your job to to, to cheer them up or to fix it or to to be especially cute or something like that. You're like, you're like, what is in my power to kind of fix this and, um, problem? And of course, it's like completely out of your hands. It's out of your parents' hands too, who you're used to seeing, you know, as, as being reliable folks. Anyway, this, it, 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 it really struck me as a kid. I mean, I read a lot and um, about people I, you know, characters that I related to in some way or admired and others that I completely didn't. But this one was one that I thought like, was was really powerful in, in seeing kids like me at the time, especially um, as 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 real people that have uh, you know such a such such intense things going on in them, even when they're little, or especially when they're little. Yeah. Um, and and you know even I actually like even if you're an adult, like give it a read. You know, like the fact that like a lot to be able to be communicated in just a slim little book. It's like a marvel of craft and compression and grace and stuff. So anyway, that's it. This is one of my favorite books. I'll keep it till the day I die. Okay. Love that you, you still have it. I'm not sure I have any of my books from when I was a kid. Only the ones I treasured most are still (laughs) with me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Dax, before we wrap up, we have to hear from you. What is your favorite book? Which one do you plan to talk about? If you plan to talk about What do you plan to talk about? (laughs) Because I would like to write Right now on the air, invite you, Amanda LeClaire, to share uh, on Wednesday the 30th. Unless you're busy. I think you got. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll All be right. There. Yeah. I'll come. Yes. It's contractually yeah, binding, as we know. Oh, cool. like, I, have, I have so many depressing books to talk about. That's great. I was great. a real was gothy gonna, teenager. I was going to talk about a depressing book, too. Yeah. So maybe you and I will both save those for okay. the 30th. Author of The Poison City, Flint's Water, and the American Urban Tragedy, and audio producer Zach Rosen. The event is the Lost River Tiki Story Slam, and it is happening this Wednesday night at Lost River on the city's far east side. You're listening to Culture Shift here on 1019 WDET.